the guest today, who is known as Brian Drake. But before we go, I'd like to remind you one thing. If you want to catch this show, you can go to Podmatch. Hey, we are number three on the leaderboard at Podmatch. I'm excited and I don't know. And, and that's only because of you, because you've shared these video, uh, videos that we do, you've uh, commented, you've done everything. And the authors, guests, speakers, everyone who's been on my show has been great. So you've made my show great. We are number three right there. Oh, it's on the other side. <laughs> now, at Podmatch is where you get to listen to the past episodes of this episode and other podcasts. If you'd like to be interviewed on this podcast or other podcasts, go to Podmatch. If you'd like to get guests for your podcast, if you're a podcaster, go to Podmatch. And the link is in the description. Now, I don't want to take much more time because we have a lot to talk with Brian. Yes, we have stories to tell and we have to tell you the importance of storytelling. So join me as I go and meet my guest today, Brian Drake. Here we go. Hi, Brian. Anthony, how are you, sir? Good morning. <laughs> I'm good. How about you? I'm doing really well. I'm excited to be here. Looking forward yeah, to diving into this. Also, it's wonderful that you're here and we are going to have a great time. Now, where are you? So I'm in California uh, in the west coast of the United States. Wonderful. Now that's why it's morning there. I'm on the other side of the world. I'm in Athens, Greece. It's evening. <laughs> okay, so good evening for you. What what time is it? It's actually 7 p.m. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and my day just getting started. Yeah, you see what technology can do. It's a beautiful thing. Being yes. able to connect with people all over the world, yes. uh, being able to do this virtually, I think is, is uh, it's been a really great part of this journey. Yeah, and we have uh, all people watching us and others listening to us. And uh, someone says that she, he's the only one who's watching us. No, you're not the only one who's watching us. We have Diamond, <laughs> Diamond Siragakis. Thank you and welcome to our show. And everyone else who's watching there, please comment, give us feedback, ask questions, because uh, Brian is here to tell us about storytelling. We appreciate your time just as much as we appreciate Brian's time. So we'll get going on this episode. And uh, would love to know much about you, Brian. Please tell us, who is Brian? So uh, in a nutshell, I'm an entrepreneur who's been on his journey for, I'm going on two years now. Um, my, my journey really started when I was 24 years old. And at that time, I was just accepted to work for the largest bank in the United States. And at 24, I was incredibly motivated to make money. I wanted to make uh, so much money that I would be financially free. Mm -hmm. And the job that I had gotten at the bank was commission-based. So I learned very quickly that in order to make a lot of money, I needed to learn how to sell. 
Mm-hmm. So I picked up some sales training programs and became a top salesperson at the company. I found myself making $120,000 a year and I was a mentor to a bunch of different people that worked there. And I realized after a decade that I couldn't I couldn't do this uh, for my entire life. Okay. The reality was this. I found myself uh, just struggling with the routine life just getting up every day and doing the same thing day by day, week by week. And the little cubicle I'd work in just continued to get smaller. And unfortunately I became this really angry guy. I was just on edge all the time and I was fighting with a bunch of people. And after a decade, I, I, I looked at the balance of my 401k and I thought, okay, I've got enough to be able to fund my life if I wanted to step away and, and try, you know, this journey of entrepreneurship Mm-hmm. And so I did that and I've been on that journey ever since. And it's been a little over a year now since, since I took that leap. Wow. Wonderful. Congratulations on taking that uh, step because uh, it's not an easy step. I can attest to that. How has been your journey so far? Well, it's, it's been an unbelievable transformation. Like the person that I was a year ago, I don't even recognize in the mirror anymore. Um, it was just, you know, almost right away. I started just kind of learning about how to, uh, understand life, you know, outside the four walls of working for a business. Mm-hmm. The reality, like the, the journey has been going good. And when I say good with how much I've learned and all the books that I've read and the courses that I've taken, you know, I've learned so much. And so I feel like, like I said, I've grown so much as a person, but unfortunately at one point that journey led up to, a really dark place for me. And oh. it was it was because after a year of trying to make it as an entrepreneur, I, I one, I started to go broke because making money and client acquisition, it's, it's the most difficult part of this journey. Just getting people to say yes to whatever service you're trying to offer. Mm-hmm. And so the, there was a period of time when I checked my bank account and realized that I was going broke that um, that was breaking out or breaking down every morning uh, i would drop my kids off at school i'd come home and i would i would actually just sit on my couch and i would just start crying because i was so fearful of the future and this voice just kept going through my mind over and over again and it was telling me it was like look brian you only have three months left before you have to go work go back to work for a full-time job you haven't really made money in over a year what the hell makes you think that you're going to make it in three months and then it just, it started to elevate from there. And, and I started just telling myself like, well, what makes me think that I'm ever going to do it? Maybe my life is supposed to be in, within the four walls, just working for a company. And it took a while of, of just really digging myself out of that hole and, 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 and pushing myself forward. So it's been great, but it's definitely had its moments of just real struggle and suffering. Mm. I get you, Brian, and uh, nothing is easy, and maybe it's worthwhile because uh, they say anything worthwhile takes uh, blood and sweat, and uh, and right. whatever it is that you experience. But I believe that you've had your highs, even though it's a hard thing. You've had your highs, like that one morning that you wake up and you say you see an email that the client you talked about or you talked with yesterday has agreed to 
come into the, 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 an agreement that has agreed to um, sign up to something that you're offering? Which, which, which day was that? What, what are those high experiences that you've had? So there was, uh, so it starts with my very first sales call as an entrepreneur, which I absolutely bombed. 15 minutes into the call, I felt incredibly uncomfortable. I wanted the call to be over and I left the, I left the sales call thinking that I just, I have no business actually making calls. Mm -hmm. And so I hung on to excuses for the next like uh, eight months, but it was my first yes that I got from somebody that just, it gave me hope for the future. And it was a conversation I was having with somebody by the name of Mark Savant. And this guy wants to grow a pro group of podcasters. And what I was doing at the time is I was building webinar presentations, which is what I'm doing now. And he had told me that he was interested in, in growing his podcast community. So I offered to build him a webinar and he, it was an immediate yes from him. He's like, all right, you know, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And for the next, for the next two months, I was working relentlessly on trying to make this webinar as great as it could be and as impactful as it could be to not only give value to you know the people he wants to present it to, but also to lead to him growing his community. And as a matter of fact, just right before we jumped on this call, he presented that webinar to, to his community. So wow. I got to watch as the webinar that he said yes to, I got to sit through and watch him present it. And it was, it was such a proud moment for me. Uh, that I got to experience literally like 30 minutes ago. So wow. today's a really good today's a really good day. Whoa, and it's a good day that we are having you right here. Yes, those yeah, moments man. are great moments when we experience uh, a result of something that we've been working on. When we are successful on something, it's always a great opportunity to uh, just grab yourself something extra, uh, treat yourself, uh, celebrate your success. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, and uh, we'll go much more into the webinar thing that you're doing, um, but we would like to hear what is storytelling? How, why is it important? How do we apply it to whatever it is that we are doing in order to be successful? Let, go yep. right in. Oh, what a beautiful question. Well, when I first started learning about storytelling, I realized that it was back in you know back when humans could hardly communicate and we didn't have anything to write down on paper all we have were stories and the way that our brain is wired it's it's it gives us the ability to remember stories we don't remember facts we don't remember uh bullet points for some reason our brain is just wired to remember stories mm -hmm. and i actually have a, an example of just how powerful storytelling can be and i'd love to share it with you yeah please do so I, I learned this, I forget which book I read on storytelling, but it gave an example of what storytelling, you know, what it, what it really looks like to try to remember facts and what it looks like to remember stories. So mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something and then I'm going to see how much of that you remember. Okay. Please do. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So it starts like this. Two legs is sitting on three legs, eating one leg. Along comes four legs and takes one leg from two legs. Two legs, then takes three legs, hits four legs over the head, and gets his one leg back. Let me ask you a question. How much of that could you recite back to me? I can recite to you that there is uh, someone who's been 
heat and and eaten. Someone who's okay. eaten. Okay. So if I was to say, okay, can can you like if I was to you know ask you like, you know, who was it? Two legs? Was it three legs? Like who who actually uh, who actually went after four legs? I can't remember. No. Okay. And I see that. That right there illustrates the example of what happens when we try to give facts and figures to people. Mm -hmm. Our brain just it has a really hard time remembering it. So now I'm going to tell you a story. And then I'm going to ask you if you're able to recite that story. Okay. Okay. So a little boy, two legs, is sitting on a stool, three legs, eating a chicken bone, one leg. Along comes a dog, four legs, and takes the chicken bone, one leg, from the boy, two legs. The little boy, two legs, then takes the stool, three legs, and hits the dog, four legs, over the head and gets the chicken bone, one leg back. Now, if I was to ask you, if you can go back and recite that, how much of that do you now remember? Yes, I can very well remember um, a little boy, two legs, that is sitting on a stool, four legs, oh, was it three? Three legs. <laughs> three legs. Three legs. And uh, eating a chicken. And uh, comes the dog, four legs, grabs the chicken from the uh, little boy. And uh, the little boy takes the stool, three legs, hits the dog with it, four legs, and takes the chicken back and eats it. You just went over the entire thing. That was fantastic, Anthony. Thank you for uh, thank you for being able to recite that. And that that example just really shows just why storytelling is so important as mm -hmm. we're trying to communicate our value that we give to people as as we're trying to communicate or trying to connect with people. Is storytelling is a crucial part because it is what people remember when we open our mouths and we speak. Mm -hmm. There's uh, if nothing else, if I don't tell another story during this interview, chances are that that's going to be the one thing that people are going to remember. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> when we think about like, okay, well, what does it mean to really tell stories? Simply put, stories are just characters in motion. Mm -hmm. That's that's really all a story is. There's different formulas and strategies and frameworks that you can plug a story into. But really, stories are just they're characters in motion. So. If anybody's looking to tell a story, just that's how to know whether or not you are in fact telling one. Wonderful. And we have uh, Ilya Jestika. I hope I pronounced that right. Sorry. Ilya, yeah. Yeah, good dude. <laughs> Ilya. And it says that stories are powerful. They help us connect and understand the world around us in a meaningful and engaging way. Thank you, Ilya. Yes. Um, so they really are important. And um, maybe you can give us an insight because you told us, and I know you mentioned about figures where figures don't stick to the person, they don't stick to our mind. And uh, the flow of the story, uh, we remember that because we are going to remember about the, the, the boy and the dog. Are there ways that we can tell our stories? Are there different ways, different different formats that we can tell our, uh, our stories that is going to be um, significant? Maybe it's going to depend on what we are saying. I don't know. You are here to tell us. Now tell us. Yeah, good question. So 
when it comes to telling a story, it, it try to refer, I'm gonna try to make sure I got the the thought here pretty clear. Mm-hmm. But the the most impactful framework that anybody can use when it comes to telling a story mm-hmm. is to use the hero's journey. And if so, the hero's journey, uh, which by the way, any movie you watch, any movie follows this exact framework. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why it follows this framework is because it's what we connect with at a very human level. Hollywood figured that out a long time ago and they invest $400 million or more in movies that follow this framework because they know it works. Okay. So to put it simply, if we're wanting to use the framework, it's just, you've got your main character, the protagonist, and there's something that they want and something they desire. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately they have challenges that get in the way of them getting to their desire. And they, they don't really typically know how to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then they, they end up, something happens in their life. They push themselves into the chaos world. And that's where they start really meeting their different challenges. Mm-hmm. Once they're in the chaos world, they start to learn more about themselves, the world around them. And that's where, you know, the real struggle happens. And then eventually they get what they want. Unfortunately, in the hero's journey, when you get what you want, you have to give up something uh, in return. Mm-hmm. Typically, when you get what you want, it, the, your world falls apart, at least in the hero's journey framework. Okay. At that point, it's piecing yourself back together and it's figuring out what lesson you learned from going through that journey. What is it you didn't know in the beginning that you now know now to, to carry yourself forward? Mm-hmm. If you think about my story that I shared, what I really wanted was... Well, at least in the beginning of my story, I really wanted to make a lot of money as a banker or just as an individual. And so I got to the point that I was making $120,000 a year. Unfortunately, that cost me my happiness. It cost me, you know, my ability to stay at at a stable level. And once I was making the amount of money that really made me feel like I was on my way to financial freedom, it was me looking in the mirror and thinking like, I don't want this to be my life. I have to do something different. So that was like my first hero's journey cycle. And then me starting my journey of entrepreneurship, that was my next hero's journey cycle. And I felt like I started to become the entrepreneur that I knew I, I wanted to grow to be. But unfortunately, that led to me you know, sitting on my couch crying because I was so scared of what the future was going to look like. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were asking me where I'm at on my journey right now, now I'm on my way. Now I'm on my way out of that. I have now figured out what lesson I needed to learn in order to continue moving myself forward. Mm, wonderful. Um, I thought that when you're starting, when you listen to my story, now I switched back to the story that you told as we will always remember, the dog story. The boy wanted to eat the chicken and then face the challenge of the dog coming and taking the chicken back so he had to fight for his chicken back and that's the hero of the day <laughs> right exactly and it's like if you would ask what lesson he learned it's like maybe don't put your chicken bone uh, somewhere where a dog can get the hold of it so it's like now the, for the rest of their life they will hold their chicken bone above their head so nobody <laughs> can come up and snatch it from them oh wonderful now um we keep going and uh, we want to 
thank uh, all those who are watching send those questions uh, the comments we are still waiting for them we appreciate your time and um uh, can i ask um there's something i wanted to know about stories but maybe one of the viewers will ask something that i'm missing but let's dive into the webinar thing yeah tell us okay sure yeah so uh, when i learned how to do storytelling i thought okay i want to try to offer something to a market that was going to help help them in some sort of way mm -hmm. and so i decided to take my understanding of storytelling and help an entrepreneur put a story together within a webinar that gives a value to their audience and that helps them try to sell something you know sell mm -hmm. some sort of product or service so i got into you know building webinars and i ended up i spent a month once I first made that decision, I spent a month where I just I cut contact off with everybody and I was sitting in a room and I was just watching this webinar presentation over and over to learn how to build them. And then there was a book um, called One to Many by Jason Fladlin. And I read this book over and over again. And I got a really good understanding of what it means to build a webinar. And there were some things that I learned for anybody that's listening that wants to build one. There's some things that I learned that are just incredibly important if you're somebody who wants to create one. So my framework is this. And, and First, maybe, you have the, maybe even before we go into the framework, I don't know uh, whether you've said this, but there's someone who's watching us who doesn't have a clue what a webinar is. And then we would so, Oh, okay. So a webinar, simply put, it's just a virtual presentation. Okay. It's kind of like, in, in, Instead of going to you know an auditorium and having somebody stand up on a stage and share something of value, it's just it's a virtual presentation, kind of just like jumping into a Zoom and mm -hmm. going through a, a series of slides. Okay. Now tell us about the framework. So the framework is in four parts. Mm -hmm. First, you have the introduction, and then you have the content, and then you have the transition, and then you have the pitch. Okay. So I want I want to break this down a little bit. And I won't go into too much detail, but just the main points of each one. Mm -hmm. The introduction is, is all about building authority. The most important thing that anybody can do before they present information in a webinar is to make sure the audience understands that they are an authority on the topic they're about to, to teach or to talk about or try to help them out with. Mm -hmm. and, and also try to make sure that the audience understands why it's going to be important to listen. Yeah. So they know that the information is going to be valuable. Mm -hmm. And then, then you've got the content piece. And this is where you actually teach your audience something. Okay. Now, the content piece, and this is important for people to understand, is that people, they value information that they do actually understand. Mm -hmm. So in order to do that, one, the content needs to be step-by-step. -step, and two, it needs to be written as if you're speaking to a group of third graders. Very simple concepts, mm -hmm. very simple words, nothing too complicated. Because if you lose part of your audience, then they're just going to you know, step away and they're just going to mentally disconnect. Mm -hmm. Then you got the transition. Transition is just recapping everything that you just taught everybody, reminding them how much value you just gave to them and what they're going to be able to do now in the future, now that they just learned whatever it is that they did. Mm -hmm. And then it's giving them an option. It's telling them they could either do this on their own, they have what they need, okay, or there's another option. And then that's when you present your your offer, your pitch. Mm -hmm. And the pitch, there's a formula for creating one, but really they need to feel like they're getting so much value 
that whatever you're trying to sell, let's say it's a thousand dollar service, they feel like like this is ten or fifteen thousand dollars worth of value in their mind, and it's only mm -hmm. costing a thousand bucks. So strategy behind that as well. But in a nutshell, that is the formula or framework that I created uh, when it comes to building webinars. Well, that's a good one, a good one. And we kind of understand everything that you explained. So if uh, someone who's listening to me thinks that I'm an authority, then he will be interested to listen more and will be more serious when I ask of something from him or her. Okay, let's start. Hey, I'm Anthony and uh, I'm a book author. I have authored two books. And uh, I'll tell you, to write a book, you just uh, have got to scribble down the ideas that come to you. And um, by the way, uh, write the ideas, put them on the computer, edit them, but the editing comes later. But there's much more to that that we can share later on. So now I'll ask you to go and buy my book that I've authored. Hey, yes, it's coming out soon. I'm serious. I'm serious on that. We have a book coming out that I have authors who are contributing and they are telling stories of how they wrote their book and published it. Go and look for a link so that you can buy the book. Now, <laughs> tell, me, <laughs> tell me, have I good? Have I made a good presentation? So you, you definitely established your authority yeah. in the fact that you've written two books. So now people mm -hmm. are going to be leaning in and like, okay, well, what, what's, what, what's he going to be sharing with us? My question back to you would be, on your journey of creating books, was mm -hmm. there a big problem or challenge you ran into that you had to overcome in order to actually get the books published? I think that when, because that was a, an elevator pitch that was shortened down. When we are into the content, I'm, I, could, I think I could share the challenges uh, in the content. And like um, writing is not as an easy thing. You've got to be disciplined. You've got to sit there and take time to write whatever it is that you want to write. And uh, ideas need to be organized, but maybe I learned later on, you don't have to organize them in the beginning because you can always come back and organize the ideas that you uh, let flow. So, but the biggest of them all is the fear of getting started. I had that challenge for some time, but then once I got started, I made it happen. I don't know, have I answered so correctly? Yeah, no, that was great. And this is where the storytelling comes in, right? Okay, so yeah. if let me hear. If, so if you're if you're starting off your presentation and you're wanting to tell this story, it's it's being relatable, a relatable problem. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody's gonna have their own motivation for writing a story, but perhaps the reason why you even wanted to write stories in the beginning is something that your audience can relate with because you you kind of understand their mindset. Mm. And then it's introducing that you you had the fear, which is what your your real struggle was, is that you had the fear of actually getting started. Mm -hmm. And then you're telling the story of what was actually happening. Like, what did that fear actually look like? Was it you sitting down and typing at the computer and getting up and getting water and then sitting back down and then spending five minutes and then watching TV for a bit? Like, what did that fear actually look like? Because as you describe it, people that are going to be listening are going to be like, I do that exact same thing. Mm -hmm. I, I have that problem and I still have that problem. And then it's going into, okay, well, during the story, what is it that you did to change your mindset? Did you just wake up one day and decide you're not going to have any fear anymore? Or was there something that happened, some sort of change that happened that, that, that changed your course? 
And then once you introduce that course change and -hmm. you start talking about, you know, how you're doing things differently, that's when people that are relating to you, to the desire and to the struggle, now they're leaning in and saying, okay, what does Anthony have to say next here? Like he's, he's somebody that I now know understands my struggle. And now he's introducing something that uh, is, is on the path that I want to be on. Mm-hmm. And then once it's like, okay, now here, here's where I got to. I got my two books written. What I'm going to be going through on this presentation is all the lessons I learned, the exact things that I did. So that starting right now, you can now, you know, take your, your journey on the path of having two books written. That's why it's important to listen to this presentation. Oh, wonderful. Thank you very much, Brian. You've shared sure. quite, uh, important details. Now, we want to thank our viewers and our listeners. And Ilya, thank you very much for sticking with us and uh, uh, contributing. Now, Ilya says stories are powerful. They help us connect and understand the world around us in a meaningful and engaging way. Mm. And he also thanks you, Brian. Solid advice, Brian. Give a tone of value in the content. Yeah, you're the man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you joining and contributing to to the conversation. Yes. Uh, so now we are talking about storytelling. We've joined them together with the webinar. And so, if you put uh, the stories in the webinars that you're going to present using the model that Brian has taught us, you're definitely going to enjoy some success. And uh, anything more that you'd like to say in this aspect? Yes. Mm -hmm. The most important lesson I learned on this entire journey. Okay. There is a difference between what we believe to be true without a shadow of a doubt and actual fact. Here's what I've learned. I've learned that I never question what I believe to be true when it comes to my understanding of what's going on in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. Here's what I mean by that. Let's say you... Anthony, we got off this call and you're like, you know what? I am going to build the presentation because I know there's people out there with the same fear on writing stories or writing books. And I know I'm going to be able to help those people out. And then you paint a narrative in your mind as to exactly what their life probably looks like. And, you, you know, you try to connect with them. The, the problem is most entrepreneurs don't actually reach out to people that they want to try to help and ask them questions Mm -hmm. with an unbiased approach. The most important thing anybody can do on their journey, once you have a problem you want to solve or a webinar you want to create or anything you want to do, it's taking a step back and saying, before I invest in doing any of this, I'm going to actually have conversations with people and make sure that my belief is actually true. Mm -hmm. And the only way to do that is to just sit down with somebody and ask them, or if you know, in your case, if you're looking to write a book, what is the biggest struggle that you're having with you writing a book? Mm-hmm. And see if you get people time and time again tell you that fear is their biggest struggle. Because then you know with certainty that when you go to produce a webinar, that you're going to be connecting with something that people are living with now. And it's not, it's not guesswork and hoping that you're reaching people that may or may not have the problem you're addressing. Mm. Wonderful. And I think in this case, for someone who wants to tell stories and someone who wants to make webinars, uh, the best thing would be to connect with Brian, who is already doing it. So tell us, how can people connect with you? 
So LinkedIn is my most active platform. Uh, you can just find, you know, look up Brian Drake. I might be at the Brian Drake on there. Um, Twitter, if you join me on Twitter, which is also at the Brian Drake, I, I use Twitter as a notepad. I used to write notes on everything, but now I, I just, I try to express a thought that's just running through my mind. So Twitter's a little bit random, but every once in a while I throw something in there that really connects with people. So those are the two main platforms that you can find me on. Yeah, go follow uh, Brian Drake, or rather connect with Brian Drake if you need to know how to tell stories. Now, it's one thing to listen to what we are saying. It's one thing to uh, read, and it's another thing when you, and I think you mentioned this somewhere in the beginning, it's another thing when you go to apply them. And this is why and when we need a coach, someone who's been there, done that, so the best person to help you in that aspect is Brian. And uh, the handles to Brian's uh, platforms are there in the description and in the comments here. I see them. Go connect with Brian right now, right now. Go and connect with Brian. <laughs> He's going to help you in those. I mean, you've shared quite much, Brian, and we really appreciate you taking your time and pouring it out there for us to just consume. We thank you. Sure, absolutely, Anthony. Yes, you asked great questions. So uh, really enjoyed being on your show today. We also thank all the viewers and the listeners. And even if you get to listen to this or watch this after we are through, we thank you for anything that you may comment uh, or ask. We can always come back and answer. Uh, special uh, thanks to uh, Elia and Karad Salama. Thank you, Brian and Anthony. We'd love to see more live streams in the near future. Yeah, go follow us. Go follow us. The uh, <laughs> link is in the comments. Uh, for this show, the link is in, in the comments. Go follow it. Uh, subscribe to, uh, uh, to the YouTube channel to stay tuned. Connect with Brian. Let's be friends. Let's tell stories. Let's just do anything to make this world a better place. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, thank you. Who's, oh, yeah, also, Elia is here with a comment. Thank you, Anthony and Brian. This has been great. Enjoyed it. Thank you, Elia. We appreciate you. We thank you for commenting and engaging with us. So this is just about it for today. We are almost going. But before we go, we'd ask Brian to leave us with a few words that we will always remember. Or maybe tell us a story. <laughs> oh, gosh. A few words to always remember. Yeah, this was something that I got from Alex Ramosi, and it's kind of changed the way that I approach doing anything now. And it's, it's simple, and it's that um, anything worth doing is worth doing well. And he followed up by saying that the difference between just doing something good and doing something incredibly well are miles and miles apart. So it's always sitting down and asking yourself, is what you're about to do worth doing? And if it is, then do everything you can to do it incredibly well. Thinking like this will start to limit what you're doing but it also make what you're doing even more impactful. Wow, thank you very much. And that includes telling stories and making webinars. If you want to do webinars, you have to do it very well. If you want to tell stories, please get yourself some good stories and tell them well. And you need someone to guide you through. That's Brian. Go connect with Brian. Don't waste this opportunity. Go connect with Brian. <laughs> thanks again, Anthony. And thanks yes. for everybody who joined.
yeah. Uh, one last uh, comment that I, is there before we go. They are coming. We got, we got my we got my boy Vladimir. Yeah, we got Vladimir. Hey, <laughs> Great comment, like, man. Be the two leg and grab your one leg, Brian. To help, <laughs> <laughs> to help you with the webinars where he's still available and enjoy more stories from Brian because I know he's got plenty. Yeah, go do it. Yeah, it's been wonderful. It's been fun. Thank you very much, Brian, for your time. Of course. Thank you, the viewers, all the audience. We thank you. Uh, yes, and that's about it. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Yes, I've been your host, Anthony Moirore, and together with Brian Drake, my guest today, we're saying bye for now. Peace.